Hey, teacher friends, this is your host, Kara Rickman from Create Your Balance with Literacy. I'm a 23-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trainer to help teachers like you develop their craft and teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready to take your classroom to the next level? Because you don't have to be a veteran teacher to be loved by your students and your parents. So let's get this party started, shall we? Today's episode is all about how to start Writer's Workshop in your first grade classroom. Have you ever wanted to start Writer's Workshop but didn't know where or how to start? Well, hopefully in this post you get some new ideas and feel a little more at ease with teaching writing. You won't believe this, but writing is my favorite subject to teach my first graders. So you're in luck. For this reason, I could teach writing all day long. However, I know that there are some teachers who absolutely hate to teach writing, but I'm here to hopefully help you get a different opinion on writing and ease your mind. My students love to write stories during writer's workshop. Why do you ask? Because they get to choose their own topic and their own genre to publish their very own story. Here's how I start. My writer's workshop is divided up into three parts. The gradual release of responsibility. It's the I do, the we do, and the you do. This is a framework that starts with teacher-led instruction, then with gradually leads to teacher and student collaboration, which then leads to students writing independently. However, this cannot be all done in one day, but needs to be strategically planned throughout the week. For example, Monday and Tuesday is the I do and the you do. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the I do, the we do, and the you do. So here's what my writing block looks like. Since my writing block is usually between 30 to 45 minutes long every day, my students are able to work on their published piece that they want to work on. In my opinion, it's extremely important to have your students write every single day. If you cannot have them write during your writing block, if something happens like an assembly or a fire drill, then maybe you should have them write in other subjects such as science, social studies, or math. Yes, in math you can have them write story problems. So here's the, the breakdown of my writing block. The I do mini lesson takes five to 10 minutes. The we do mini lesson, which is turn and talk or interactive writing, takes five to 10 minutes. And the you do, which is independent writing, conferencing, teacher conferencing, is 30 to 45 minutes long. At the end is the author's chair for about five minutes. You're probably thinking, how can I get all of this in in 30 to 45 minutes? Well, guess what? You can alternate the I do and the we do. That's what I do with my class. I teach one skill all week long. The first day is a mentor text. The second day might be a vocabulary card or a mentor text. The third day might be an interactive anchor chart. The fourth day might be a turn and tell. The fifth day might be an interactive notebook activity. All done with the same skill all week long. You can do this in any order that you want to, and it's so flexible. That's why I love it so much. If you're interested in checking out how I teach a mini lesson, check out my YouTube channel called Create Your Balance with Literacy. I have a video of how I teach prepositions using the book Rosie's Walk. In the video, I share how I do the I do and the we do. Now, this video is a little bit long because I squeezed in two different days into one sitting with one video. But when you teach a mini lesson, you will want to divide this up into two separate days so it's not so long for your students to sit. Think of it this way. Your mini lesson should be shorter than your students' writing independent time. 
Another thing I use for the we do part of my mini lessons are anchor charts. I make my inner chart anchor charts interactive. I pre-make them ahead of time with the borders, the titles, and the pictures. But the meat of the lesson is done with my students. You can see that they are very interactive if you use post-it notes. Post-it notes are such a fun and engaging way to include your students in an interactive anchor chart. My students feel like they were included in making the chart even though I already did the border, the title, the pictures. I take a picture of the anchor chart and shrink it down to about 80, 80% and so they can glue the anchor chart into their schema notebook. My schema notebook is my reader's and writer's notebook. I know that a lot of teachers prefer to make their anchor charts with their class, but let's face it, I do not have time to already have to do the border and the pictures with the kids. I want to pre-make them ahead of time, so it saves time. But if you want to make your anchor charts in front of your class, go for it. You do you. During the first week of school, we brainstorm things that we can write about with my anchor chart called don't know what to write what to write about write from your heart and we glue the anchor chart into our schema notebook one side is the teacher side of course and the other side is the student side some things that i put on my heart for things to write about can be my pets my vacations my family my parties my favorite color my favorite animal my favorite place to visit you can shrink down your anchor charts to 80% so they fit in your composition notebook. I like to use composition notebooks instead of spiral notebooks because the spiral notebooks tend to fall apart more, more easier and the pages fall out. The composition notebook stays together a little bit longer and it's a little bit more sturdy. If you don't have room on your walls to display your anchor charts, this is a brilliant way for the students to keep their anchor charts handy as a resource. So if they forget about what nouns are, they can go back into their schema notebook and find the anchor chart about nouns. Quite brilliant. Vocabulary cards are also another part of the we do part. I have vocabulary cards for parts of speech, grammar, and process writing. These are helpful for the students to see them in the writing center after the skills are taught. I also use them with my poetry center as well. Here is a picture of my poetry center with the vocab cards around them. If you're interested in my Writer's Workshop vocabulary cards, check out my TPT store, Create Your Balance with Literacy. If you're interested in watching me teach a focus poetry as a shared reading, check out my YouTube channel. I use focus poetry as a recursive review of punctuation, parts of speech, and grammar that I have taught during Writer's Workshop. Another example is doing the we do portion of the mini lesson. I call students to come up to the pocket chart to read sentences and make sentences to make them better while the rest of the class has their interactive notebook page in their lap with their clipboard and pencil. They are copying what the students are writing and reading from the pocket chart. They're po copying them onto their interactive notebook. The you-do portion of the writer's workshop is where the process of writing takes place. My students use a poster with popsicle sticks that they move down to show which step they're on. This helps them and I keep track of their progress. My poster is on my pocket chart and they have to say, thank you, and tell me what step they're on. When I pull out the poster, they all clap and cheer for writing. You have to tell your students that they are authors now, and it may take them several weeks to publish their books because they have to go through all of these steps. You also need to refer to real authors and illustrators that on their process of getting a book published. It may take them years to publish a book, and then the kids start to understand. 
If you're interested in checking out a video of what my writer's workshop time looks like and sounds like, check out my YouTube channel, Create Your Balance with Literacy. My process writing steps are as follows. Brainstorming, first draft, student conference, proofreading, teacher conference, editing and revision, final draft and publishing. If you're interested in watching how I take the status of the class, check out my YouTube channel. My students tell me which step of their writing process they're on as I hand them their folders. They say, thank you, brainstorming, or thank you, publishing. My students know they can raise their hand at any time for me to spell a word in their dictionary while they're doing independent writing. We make these dictionaries at the beginning of the year. We color the cover and we write three things that the dictionary is for on the inside cover. The dictionary is for reading writing and spelling. If you're interested in checking out my dictionary for writer's workshop, check out my TPT store. And I also have a dictionary that is editable. So you can even type in your own sight words inside the dictionary to fit your grade level. Each student has also a genre chart that gets put into their writer's workshop folder. This is where we color in the genres that my students can write. And I try to encourage them to write a different genre each time. But of course, if they want to write two fiction stories, that is fine. As long as they have a different topic, they have to write as many genres as they can. Now, some students will take off and they will publish four or five stories per year if they're really fast writers. The slow writers will probably publish two or just three stories a year. This is how I organize my writer's workshop folder. On one side of the folder is the work in progress. The other side of the folder is the finished product. You can also use colored stickers on each pocket of the folder if you want. So like red side would be the finished product. Then the green side would be the work in progress. For all of these templates that I students use for each step, I staple them together. They always keep them in their writer's workshop folder. They do not mix up those papers in anything else. If you're interested in watching a video of how I organize my folders, check out my YouTube channel, Create Your Balance with Literacy. Meanwhile, my students also know where to get all of their papers for each step of the writing process. I organize them in a banker's box that I bought at Office Depot. This is one of the best purchases that I've ever done. If you're interested in checking out my video of how I organize all of my writer's workshop papers, check out my YouTube channel and you will see it. My students also take part in teacher and student conferences. They know to sit at my small conferencing table and whisper during their conference so as to not disturb the other students who are writing. At the beginning of the year, you must model and model and model how to do a student conference successfully because this will set the stage for the whole year. I sit the class in a circle around my carpet. I pick two children that have already written a first draft. They sit together knee to knee and they each read their stories to each other. I have a checklist that they have to fill out. For example, they have to write the partner's word, the partner's name at the top. They have to check if my partner read my story. They have to check, did I circle eight words of my partner's words? Did I check if my partner had my punctuation? Check if my partner, partner had my capitals. If you're interested in watching a video of how I do my student conferences, check out my YouTube channel. Moving on to teacher conference. During teacher conference, we also have a checklist that we fill out. The teacher conference checklist list is, is as follows. Did you complete brainstorming? Check. Did you complete first draft? Check. Did you complete proofreading? Check. Did you fix all the words that were circled? Check. What does my teacher want me to improve on as a writer? And this is where I will tell them, maybe next time you can improve on your spelling. Maybe next time you can improve on your handwriting. Maybe next time you can add more adjectives. And then it says, what will I work on next for my story? 
And then they write, I will write my second draft. This is a segue into second draft into final draft. When they get to final draft, the students are illustrating, writing, and outlining their and perfecting their story, getting ready to publish. I have really, really beautiful templates with pretty borders for them to choose from. This is their favorite part of the writer's workshop, and mine too. They write one sentence on each page. Depending on how long their story is, they can write two or three sentences per page. They have to outline the words. They have to shade the background with their picture and outline their picture. There, there can be no mistakes on final draft because this goes into their published story. After they're doing their final draft, they illustrate their cover page. They write the title at the top and they write their name at the bottom. They do their dedication page and their author's bio at the back and then they staple a compliment page. Okay, on to publishing. If you're interested in watching how I do my author's chair, check out my YouTube channel. There is lots of videos on there of how I do my author's chair. We ask questions, we ask suggestions, tell suggestions, and we give compliments. When we give a compliment, the kids, I, t- I train them to say, I like your story because. When you do a suggestion, I train them to say, maybe next time you can. And then the story gets put into their um, backpack. So I have a special folder that their um, story goes into with a letter attached to the top of the story for the parents. And I also staple all of their process writing papers onto the letter so the parents can see all the different steps of the writing process that they went through. Their parents will give them a compliment at the back of their story, and I do also. And then the next day, the story comes back to school, and we display them on our publishing wall. The students each have their own pocket that stays on the wall, and when the new book goes up, the old one comes down to take home. My publishing wall stays up all year long, and my students love to see their published stories and published works displayed in the classroom. The parents also love to see their students' published work when they come for parent conferences. If you're interested in checking out my Writer's Workshop resources, check out my TPT store, Create Your Balance with Literacy. I have tons of resources for Writer's Workshop to help you feel more at ease. They include lesson plans for the whole year, anchor charts, mentor text, vocabulary cards, interactive notebooks, classroom photos, and writing templates. This resource can be adapted for, for grades kindergarten, second grade, third grade, first grade, second grade, third grade. Lastly, I've written free lesson plans on how to launch Writer's Workshop from day one, including objectives, suggested mentor texts, anchor charts, and how to use the I do, the we do, and the you do, the gradual release of responsibility. Here are the, the names of the five first lesson plans for Writer's Workshop. Day one, write from your heart. Day two, what does writing time look like and sound like? Day three, what is a dictionary? Day four, what is an il- author and an illustrator? Day five, creating my first mental image for my story. Now, these lessons do not have to be for just one day. If your students take a long time to do a lesson, that is fine. You can stretch the lesson out for two days or more if you need to. So if you're interested in my free lesson plans, check out the bottom of the podcast where it has Writer's Workshop free lesson plans, and then you can sign up on my email list to get your free lesson plans. And also you can get free writing freebies inside of your email. These will hopefully get your Writer's Workshop block started off right. 
If you'd like to see more videos of how I do my writer's workshop in my classroom, check out my YouTube channel at createyourbalancewithliteracy.com. I hope you had some great ideas and learned some new things about how to start writer's workshop in your classroom. <clears throat> if you have any questions, please email me at rickmancara at gmail.com. And let's take your classroom to the next level. Until next time, bye-bye. Are you ready to take back your weekends? Have you been staying at school too late every day prepping and planning for the next day? What if all of your lesson plans, resources, anchor charts, and creativities were already made for you and all you had to do was just print them out? Well, guess what? I've got your back. How about a lifetime membership subscription that includes all of my first grade lesson plans, unlimited access to my TPT resources, my podcast, blog posts, YouTube videos, my courses, and coaching calls with me for help and support. Click the link below in the show notes to check out my two choices of my memberships. Let's take your classroom to the next level.